What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Today on the newscast, Iran says it's ready to station warships in the Panama Canal at America's doorstep. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Since it came to power in 1979, the Iranian regime has never had a naval presence in the Pacific Ocean. Well, that may be about to change according to the regime. The commander of the Iranian Navy, Rear Admiral Sharam Arani, said yesterday, Wednesday, January 11th, that by the end of 2023, Iranian warships will be stationed in the Panama Canal, folks, at America's doorstep. Obviously, a crucial trade route and much more. We've got all the breaking details on that in a minute and what exactly this Iranian rear admiral said. But before we get into it, up first, did you know that Israel is home to over 160,000 Holocaust survivors today? Unfortunately, one out of every three of these survivors live below the poverty line. And instead of living their last years in dignity, they struggle with hunger and loneliness on a daily basis. Thankfully, our good friends at Mayor Panim are stepping up to help. They've set up a Holocaust Survivor Day Center in Israel. It's a place where each Holocaust survivor receives daily meals and the opportunity to socialize with friends and enjoy life. They've certainly earned it after what they've been through. And for many survivors, the Demona Holocaust Survivor Day Center has become sort of a second home. You see the URL there on your screen. In honor of International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which is coming up on January 27th, please visit mayorpanim.ericstackelbeck.com to donate to Mayor Panim and help bless these Israeli Holocaust survivors. They need our support now more than ever. And I can't think of a better way to fulfill the biblical mandate found in Genesis 12:3 to bless Israel than by blessing Holocaust survivors. It's a great cause that we really believe in, folks, so you'll want to check that out. Okay, another cause, and not a good cause, unfortunately, is that of the Iranian regime The Panama Canal at America's doorstep, obviously a very, very crucial waterway and trade route. China has a very strong presence there already. That's another rogue regime and enemy of the United States. Uh, Many Chinese companies are there. China's involved in, in building up infrastructure there in the Panama Canal region as part of its Belt and Road Initiative. So that's a whole other story. But we're going to focus today on the Iranian regime, what it wants to do there, and in particular, what it's doing in the Western Hemisphere. Now, we spent a lot of time here in the newscast talking about the Iranian regime's march across the Middle East, essentially controlling four Arab capitals, right? whether it's Damascus in Syria, Baghdad in Iraq, Sana'a in Yemen, or Beirut in Lebanon. These are essentially Iranian satellite states today. And at the same time, Iran is building up its drone program, its attack drone program in a massive way, obviously seeking to develop nuclear weapons and possesses the largest ballistic missile stockpile in the Middle East. 
It's no surprise then, folks, that Iran would want to project its power globally. Remember, the 1979 Iranian Revolution, its goals under Ayatollah Khomeini were global goals. He saw this revolution as just starting inside Iran, but spreading globally. And the true ideologues who still control this regime today, who were acolytes of the Ayatollah way back in 1979, they still have the same worldview and outlook. They want to export the radical jihadist Iranian revolution around the world. So it's really no surprise that the Iranian regime has spread its tentacles into the Western Hemisphere. And in a sense, folks, it's not new news. The Panama Canal piece to it is, more on that in a minute, but we have reported here on the newscast, for instance, about the tri-border region where Brazil, Paraguay, and Argentina meet. It's a lawless kind of area in South America, again, where those three countries intersect, and we've got drug smuggling, all sorts of criminal and nefarious activity there. And Hezbollah, Iran's proxy, is well-known to have a presence in that tri-border region, engaging in criminal activity, taking the proceeds from it, sending it back to their home base of Lebanon to fund and sponsor terrorism. So not only that, but Iran has been cozying up for years with rogue regimes in Latin America. I'm thinking first and foremost, of course, of Venezuela. It started under Hugo Chavez, and their ties have only broadened under Nicolas Maduro. Iran and Venezuela, a very close alliance. Uh, Iran and Nicaragua, they're also making uh, pretty good inroads with the regime in Bolivia and, of course, the regime in Cuba. So uh, Iran has designs on the Western Hemisphere, no doubt. Uh, do they see it as a forward base against the country they consider the great Satan, the United States? They may, they may very well see it that way. But I think first, before Iran tries to go operational in the Western Hemisphere, certainly they see it as an intimidation factor and a way to say to the United States, to the West and the world, hey, look at us. We are a major power. Iran is nothing to be laughed at or dismissed. Look, we even have a presence now in the Panama Canal, in the Pacific Ocean. We're growing and expanding uh, as a world power. Hey, on last week, uh, I think it was last Tuesday on the newscast, you can check everything that we do here, folks. You can check it out in our archives on the homepage here on our YouTube channel. Just go to the Watchman newscast category and any newscast that you may have missed you can catch up on. And while you're there, by the way, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. We would love to have you shoulder to shoulder with us in 2023 as watchmen and women on the wall for such a time as this. But on that newscast last week, we talked about a listing from U.S. News and World Report, a very well-known and credible publication, their listing of the most powerful countries in the world. Number one, not a surprise, the United States. Number two, China. Number three, Russia. Number 10, Israel. Israel made the top 10 in this list of the world's most powerful countries and had the number four, uh, m the fourth most, I should say, powerful military, according to U.S. News and World Report's estimations. So that was fascinating, but Iran was listed on that list as the 18th most powerful country in the world. Now, I put it out there and I said, what do you think about it? A lot of our commenters said, Iran, number 18, how? But others said, you know what, it kind of makes sense. Obviously, ancient Persia in your Bible, that's modern day Iran. 
And I can tell you, folks, the Iranian regime is one thing and a very bad and nefarious thing, but the Iranian people are an entirely different story. We see thousands of them in the streets right now protesting this regime, crying out for freedom at great personal risk, even at the risk of their very lives. So the Iranian people are a proud and ancient people, and we pray that they can shake off the yoke of this regime. But in the meantime, again, the regime is making inroads, not only in the Middle East and around the world. So projecting power, certainly. Is it beyond the realm of possibility also to suggest that Iran may seek to station not only warships, but ballistic missiles and drones, some of those large stockpiles in Latin America. Look, again, that relationship with Venezuela is one to watch. Cargo planes apparently traveling from Iran to Venezuela. One of those cargo planes was grounded in Argentina a few months ago under suspicious circumstances. Basically, Argentinian officials said, wait a minute, uh, what is your cargo? And it's coming from Iran. So would Iran try to station ballistic missiles, drones in the Western Hemisphere in Latin America? Again, this is not beyond the realm of possibility. And I think it's worth at least asking, right? Especially now with this intention, and we'll see if it comes to fruition, by the way, but this intention to have a presence in the Panama Canal. Can Iran really do it? Is it just bluster and Uh, Sharam Arani, the commander of the Iranian Navy, who I mentioned a little bit earlier, he said, look, we were a seafaring people as the Persian Empire long before Europe. It's interesting that he mentioned that because today's Iranian regime generally tries to discredit and dismiss their history. Anything before 1979, they basically throw out, out the window, including the ancient Persian Empire, which ruled a good chunk of the known world. Again, Read your Bible, the story of Esther, Mordecai, uh, Darius, King Cyrus, all went down, folks, in ancient Persia, modern-day Iran. But the Iranian regime has essentially tried to discredit that history. So interesting for him to say that. We will keep a very close eye on this. Again, he's saying by the end of 2023, we'll be in the Panama Canal. And by the way, not only the inroads, not only the inroads that Iran has made with rogue regimes in Latin America, But on U.S. soil, Iran has had designs, and this is public knowledge, and the Biden administration has even acknowledged this, that Iran has looked to assassinate former U.S. officials on American soil. So clearly the Iranian regime does not fear the United States, and clearly not the current leadership in Washington, D.C. So folks were watching this very, very closely. Hey, we say what happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. This is Exhibit A. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.